There was a time when taking two weeks off for my honeymoon would have sent me into a negative thought spiral of fear and self-doubt, but this time was different. I've been doing the mindset work and I found that there's a big difference between thinking about doing a daily mindset practice and actually doing it. So today I'm filling you in on my incredible honeymoon and I'm going deep on the one affirmation that's changed absolutely everything for me in both life and business. I talk about how this one thought allowed me to step away, be present, feel happier, and actually enjoy this amazing time away instead of feeling riddled with fear that clients would dry up while I was gone. If you're someone who wants to uplevel their mindset, but is unsure of the daily actions you can take to start seeing more of the results you want, then you're absolutely going to love the practical tips I dish out in this episode to bring you more success that actually feels like success that you can implement right now, including using this affirmation daily. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Denley, the mindset coach that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to be coming back to you after my honeymoon. I hope that you really enjoyed the crowd favorites that I put out While I was away, those were some of the highest rated episodes that you guys have listened to this far. So I really hope that you had an opportunity to dive in and if they were new to you, glean some new information. And if you had listened to them before, I hope that you had some like nuggets of wisdom and aha moments that came to you and that you really got the most out of those. With that said, I am just so excited to get back into things. It's been, it's kind of been a whirlwind. I'm like still not sure what day of the week it is, (laughs) but Brian and I headed to France and Italy for our honeymoon and we were away for two weeks and it was, it was absolutely incredible. Um, we were in Europe during the heat wave, (laughs) so we definitely had warm weather while we were there. But we also had the opportunity to go down to the south of France and spend some time um, with friends who were also in that area and take a private charter, um, which was like a a boat that we rented for the day and took out out of Saint-Tropez and snorkeled around and just like floated on rafts and just like had an amazing time, basically (laughs) Um, hung out a little bit at the beach. And it was just it was such an incredible day. And then we headed. So I guess we started in Paris and then we went to the south of France. We did Marseille and then headed out to Saint-Tropez. And then I guess we were in the countryside. We were kind of in wine country in kind of in like the, I don't know, the middle of France. My geography skills are not super. And then took the train from Nice all the way up to Italy and Milan. 
So we did that and then headed up even further into Italy to the lakes that are up there. So I think everyone has heard of Lake Como, but we actually headed to um, Lake Maggiore. I think is how you say it. I probably should know this after being there for a week, but just had like an incredible time. And then we were there for five nights. So that was like our like big chunk of time. So it was a good mix of, you know, exploring different areas, but also just being able to rest and relax and recharge and really make the most of that area before we headed back to London, where we spent two days there and flew home direct from London back to Denver. So as you can imagine, it was kind of a whirlwind trip, but absolutely incredible, um, such an incredible time, such an amazing experience, and just a testament to how far my mindset has come, because I remember it was... (sighs) I think it was a year ago, but it could have been two years ago. Um, Brian and I had taken a trip to Iceland and same sort of deal. Um, I took two weeks off of work and I just remember being so incredibly stressed out on that trip. I was just like a basket of nerves. One, because two weeks off felt like a long time to be away from my business, but also because I just was not fully trusting in myself to be able to create more clients, more income, more money. And I really just had these really deep fears that the, like all the money and all the clients would dry up while I was away. So that coupled with the fact that Iceland is like one of the most expensive places to go (laughs) for those of you who have been there. um, It's usually really inexpensive to get over there because it's, I mean, it's a destination spot for layovers and um, all kinds of stuff like that. But once you're there, I mean, you're on an island, so things are are expensive and tourism has been huge there. So I think that they are definitely making the most of that industry. And I mean, we were paying like $22 for like a gas station burger. Like it was not glamorous. And I just remember being so incredibly stressed out. So the reason I bring that up is because I think a lot of times when we're in this place where we're like feeling so overwhelmed by that, those fears and those money mindset challenges and all of those kind of like thought gremlins that creep in that really prevent us from living in the moment and really enjoying the experiences that we're in. And I mean, if you take an incredible vacation like that, you want to be able to enjoy it, right? And I just was not in that place at that time. So it's just incredible to me how far I've come in, I mean, not very long at all. I mean, when you think about like a year or two in this grand scheme of things in business and life and all of that, and goodness, it was probably even shorter than that, but, <laughs> but that's not, it's not that long. Right. And I think when you're in these things, it can feel really hard and it can feel like, Oh my gosh, I'm never going to move out of this place where I'm having these kind of negative, unproductive, overwhelming fear-based thoughts. Right. So I would love to go in deeper today and talk about exactly how I made that shift. And of course, I mean, like anything else, this is layered. So I want to preface this with the fact that this is only one piece of all of the mindset work that I've been doing, but I see it as one of the most instrumental changes in up-leveling my mindset and up-leveling my life and allowing me to really 
kind of shift those money mindset thoughts that were just like so fear-based and so debilitating and really keeping me from making empowered decisions in my business, really shift those and start stepping into creating the kind of results that I want. And I want that very same thing for you. So let's dive in, shall we? So today I really want to talk about affirmations. And this is one of those things where you've probably heard of affirmations before. Maybe you're doing them. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're not even sure what they are. I think a lot of times these mindset words are thrown around and you're like, uh, like what is that? Right? So let's just break it down, um, really quickly for those of you who may not be familiar with affirmations. So essentially affirmations help you to shift your beliefs. They help you to up-level those beliefs, to shift your thoughts, um, to really anchor in to beliefs that are going to support you in creating more of what you want. When we talk about thought work, affirmations are a form of thought work in my mind. So in order to do affirmations, I mean, I don't want to say correctly because there's no correct way, really. (laughs) The way that I like to do affirmations is by really gaining an understanding of where you're starting. And I think this is so important because a lot of times what I see happening with, especially creatives and entrepreneurs is they write out affirmations that just feel so incredibly out of reach, I guess. And it's really, really hard for our brains to get on board with it, right? So if you are brand new in business and you are writing an affirmation that is like, I am a millionaire, I am seeing hundreds of clients, you know, like whatever that is for you, if you're writing something out like that, it's probably feeling really out of reach. And while you may be writing it, there's probably like too much of a gap in your current belief system for that to even sound possible for you, right? So I think a lot of times with affirmations, we kind of have to start with an understanding of where we're at. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't write things that feel out of reach at all. Like, I think that it's okay for there to be a little bit of a stretch and a little bit of that kind of like zone of discomfort. And that's totally fine. But I think a lot of times there's just too much of a gap, right? So if you're brand new in business writing out, I'm going to be a millionaire that just doesn't feel true, right? So we might want to start with something that feels a lot more attainable, right? So if you haven't gotten a client yet, it could be, um, my next ready client is on their way to me now. Um, if you are looking to make money more easily right now, it just feels really hard for you to make sales. You might be writing out things like it's easy for me to get clients or money flows easily to me. The kind of beliefs that are, are based in your current belief system and feel like a little bit of a stretch, but aren't totally and completely unbelievable. Because I think there's this tendency to write out those like huge dreamy stretch goals. And I think that's amazing. I encourage everyone to really have a bigger vision and to create a life and business that's in alignment with that. But when we talk about doing the daily day-to-day thought work, I think it's really important that we're kind of bridging that gap, right? Because you 
end up up leveling those beliefs little by little. First, it's my first client is on their way to me now. Then it's I'm on my way to being fully booked out. Then it's my rates can be increased and I can still get dreamy clients. Like I think that it's so important that those beliefs feel like a stretch, but they also feel attainable because I think your subconscious brain is just not on board with I'm a millionaire. If you're writing that out daily, it's like, yeah, okay, but you're not right. (laughs) So I think that there's something to be said for that very incremental up leveling. And I honestly think that's how you get there faster, right? It's like, it's just a little bit of a stretch and then it's a little bit more of a stretch and then it's a little bit more of a stretch, right? And you kind of take this um, stair step approach to it and you end up with the end result that you want so much faster just because your, your brain is trying desperately to keep up with what you're telling it. So I just want to talk a little bit about how affirmations have made a difference in my own life. I probably started probably a few months ago and affirmations were always one of those things that I was like, yeah, like I, I kind of like say them in my head and I know that they're important, but you know, it was kind of an afterthought. Let's put it that way. And I would say probably a few months ago, I started making a really conscious decision to write them out each morning. I made it a part of my morning routine. It was one of the first things I did each day. And I just have a set of affirmations that I go through and I write them out. I can't tell you how much of a difference this has made in my overall mindset. Like it's seriously night and day. The point I want to make here is that there's a difference between knowing what the mindset work is and kind of like what you feel like you should be doing and actually doing it. And this isn't to put like more shoulds in your life or to make you feel like there's more things that you should be doing than you have time for. Like, that's not what I'm saying here. I think that we all need to be really realistic about the kind of mindset work that's going to bring us results. And that is really specific to like how our brains work and how we function and what's going to bring us the most results and the best results quickly. But I will tell you that writing out these affirmations has been a total and complete game changer for me. If taking a two-week vacation, putting away your phone during dinner, or having spotty Wi-Fi sends you straight into panic mode, know that you're definitely not alone. But I found that business owners who are holding on to their business that tightly typically have some money mindset challenges to work through that allow them to experience more freedom and fulfillment in their life and business. That's why I'm on an absolute effing mission to serve more of you and help you get out of your own way when it comes to the stories you tell yourself around money. It absolutely lights my soul on fire to break through those stories that you need to hustle your way to success or that if you look away, everything will dry up overnight so that you can create more success that actually feels like success. If this sounds like your jam, or even more importantly, if it scares the crap out of you because you're so used to hustling, go ahead and join me for my free Master Your Money Mindset coaching call. During this 30-minute session, I'll help you identify and work through your biggest money mindset challenge so you can cultivate the mindset you need to make more of it now. I have a limited number of spots available, so head over to amandadunnelycom slash money mindset to grab yours before they're gone. 
So one of the affirmations that I write out, I actually borrowed from my mentor, which just goes back to how important it is to get the right support when you're going through this mindset work. I think it's so incredibly difficult to see your own blind spots. I know we've talked about this before, but I just really, really, really want you guys to understand that when you're so in your own bubble, when you're so in your own beliefs, it can be so hard to see any way out, right? But I don't even mean a way out in in a negative way, in a bad way. I just mean that it can be so difficult to see like another perspective, another path, um, another option, another way of thinking, right? So I think that that is why like coaching in general, getting support, having mentors um, can just be so incredibly powerful because it's going to help you see those blind spots so much quicker. So one of the affirmations that I had been writing out is everything works out perfectly for me. And I can just tell you that this belief, I really embodied it so much quicker than I ever thought I would, right? I think that there have been a lot of other challenges just like in building my business up or in, you know, challenging some of my own beliefs around money or like anything really that have been harder to really like lean into and shift my beliefs around. But this one was crazy in how quickly I started stacking the evidence in my favor. So what I mean by that is once you, once you write out these affirmations, it's going to be so much easier for your brain to start finding evidence to prove you exactly right. So when I started writing out, everything always works out perfectly for me. It really just felt like something I was writing, right? I was like, yeah, okay, like let's, let's write it down. And like after about a week, I was like, huh, this is actually working. So when Brian and I were on our honeymoon, it was so funny because this just kept coming up again and again and again, because we, we just had like so many instances where it was like, you know, we just made it in the nick of time or they just happened to have a table available or, you know, or just things like that. So the day before we left for our honeymoon, I am like notorious for last minute packing. It's just one of those things where like I will get everything else done that I need to get done first. And then packing always finds its way to the bottom of the list, right? And I remember that day just looking at my schedule and being like, there is no way that I am going to fit all of these things (laughs) in this day and still have time to pack for a two-week vacation and end up with every single thing that I need for this trip, right? So I, I remember like waking up, looking at my schedule, thinking that, and then like, I like not even 15 minutes later, I got a cancellation come through for one of the calls that I had scheduled that day. And I was like, Oh, that's amazing. Like that just opened up so much time in my calendar. And then the other one canceled too. Right. Um, And these were both sales calls and both of them rescheduled. So like, seriously, no harm done here. And I was, I was just like in awe, right? Because there would have been a time when I would have been like, oh my gosh, like someone canceled, like they must not want to talk to me or like this, like, why did they do that? Right? Like I would have taken it so personally And in that moment, I was just like, oh, everything works out perfectly for me. Of course I canceled. I needed more time today. 
And it was just, it was one of those moments where I almost surprised myself with how easily it came, right? With how easily I had actually embraced that belief and stepped into it and really just like felt so good and so positive about um, the whole experience instead of being dragged down by negative thoughts. So this just kept happening again and again and again. Well, we had gotten to the airport. We had some time to kill. Our flight had been delayed by like, I don't know, I think it was 50 minutes. So we were like, okay, we'll grab a bite to eat. We got dinner. Um, we're just like taking our leisurely time at dinner. I guess it's been a while since we've taken an international flight because <laughs> we had wrapped up like at dinner. Brian was like, okay, I think I'm going to go to the bathroom, fill my water bottle. And all of a sudden we hear our names on the loudspeaker and they're like, A, Denali and B, Weber, this is your final boarding call. And all of a sudden I'm like screaming into the bathroom at Brian. I'm like, Brian, we have to go. He's like, I know I heard. So we're at this point, we're sprinting to our gate, right? So I have one of those purses, like, actually, this is amazing. Small PSA that Target has like an amazing purse right now. It's like the perfect size to go on top of your carry-on luggage. So I had gotten one of those that fit my laptop perfectly, like, great bag. Um, and it was like sitting on top of my carry on. And as we like start to go sprinting through the airport, because they're calling our name and it's our final boarding call. And we thought we had plenty of time, but apparently they were, they had already been boarding. (laughs) All of this stuff comes flying out of my bag because I hadn't zipped it because we had been in a rush. And like, I see like Brian's Kindle go flying and there's like a six year old next to it. And I was like, can you get that for me? Because apparently I thought the six feet that I would have to walk back was way too much for me. So six-year-old that I don't know brings me the Kindle that had fallen out. I thought I grabbed everything, right? We continue on to our flight. The gate agents were like super unhappy with us. They were like, guys, this is the final boarding call. Like you really, this, you, you really need to board now. We like definitely got scolded. Um, <laughs> but we like, we made our flight, which is incredible because they literally closed the doors like right after us. So it just goes to show that there are so many different ways that I could have viewed that, right? Like there are so many different ways that I could think about the fact that like, all of my stuff went flying out of my bag. And like, of course I could go into like the mindset and the thought that, oh my gosh, I lost a charger. Like this is terrible. But in the scheme of things, like losing a $40 charger versus missing a flight that we paid a whole hell of a lot more for kind of a small price to pay and like not really a big deal. So just another instance of like how everything works out perfectly for me. I'm telling you guys, like I could keep going and going and going and going. We were walking to dinner one night and we had like heard our wedding song playing, which had been um, a song that my cousin had serenaded us with during the ceremony at our wedding and Brian had turned to me in in this like little tiny place in Italy this little tiny town and then like I think I hear our wedding song when we were walking to dinner one night and I was like no like you're off your rocker like what are you talking about (laughs) and he's like no really so we start walking towards where we're hearing this music And it turns out that the local band was rehearsing for a performance that night and just happened to be singing La Vie en Rose at like the exact moment that we were walking by, right? So could I say like, oh, like that's 
a coincidence? Yeah, of course I could, right? But I'm choosing to believe that everything works out perfectly for me. I'm choosing to believe that the evidence always stacks in our favor. I'm choosing to believe that the fact that I got a reservation for dinner one night and I asked to sit outside, that even though the place was packed, they still gave us the table like right by the edge of the lake, like probably the best table in the house, even though so many other people had showed up, shown up for, um, for dinner that night, possibly without reservations, but still like they could have easily given away the table I want. I didn't ask for that specific one. I didn't say like, oh, that's the best table in the house. Like I want that one. We didn't even tell them it was our honeymoon. Like it's just one of those things where once you really anchor into those beliefs, it just makes it so much easier for you to keep finding evidence of it in your life and in your business, right? So perhaps all these honeymoon stories are exhausting and you're like, okay, we get it. You had a great honeymoon. Like, let's move on now. But I just really want you guys to understand that it's one of those things where you get to choose, right? You get to choose if everything is stacked in your favor or if everything is stacked against you. And it's really, really, really the lens through which you choose to look at it. And that it's okay for things to be that good. It's okay for you to have all of this amazing evidence that things work out perfectly. When we go about talking about thought work and mindset work and how I said that it's really different to like think about doing the mindset work and to actually do it, I really want to encourage you to layer in these affirmations in a way that makes sense in your day-to-day life. So personally, I have um, almost like, I mean, it's more attractive than a legal notepad, but that's basically what it is. I think it's by Moleskine that I use that I just write out these affirmations every morning and that's been working out fabulously for me. You could also, I know some people are like on their phones all the time. So honestly, if the easiest way for you to write out your affirmations is to type them in the notepad app on your phone, like that's a perfectly acceptable way to do it as well. Other people like listening to a recording. I know that there are a bunch of apps out there that you can use to help you, um, that you can actually like record your own voice and then play it back. And I think some of them even put music in the background. So that could be another option for you. Or maybe it's simply like a list that you hang on your mirror or hang on your fridge and you just like recite them every day, right? So I think it's really about the way that it can fit into your lifestyle in in a way that's not going to feel like a chore or like something extra or one more thing that you have to do and really become this arduous task. It's meant to be kind of meditative. It's meant to be a positive experience. So I would say like find a way for you to really enjoy it, right? Don't make it another thing on your to-do list. Kind of put some intention around it. Give yourself some space. And I, I think like after a while, you will see how these new beliefs are really showing up in your life. And that kind of positive reinforcement can be an absolute game changer. So if there's anything that you glean from today, it is that affirmations are amazing and that everything always works out perfectly. So feel free to borrow that belief and run with it. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. 
Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandadunnelycom slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, each month I'll be picking one reviewer to win a vision board design coaching intensive with me so you can create your own definition of success. If you're looking for more support in creating a beautiful, balanced life and thriving, successful business, head over to amandadunnelycom slash free call and book my free Simplifying Success Coaching Call, where I'll help you identify one simple shift you can make to cultivate a success mindset and start seeing results now. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. Like, you know, and then like, hold on, I have to take a sip of water.